No doubt. Oi to the world. Island 1069 WIISQS. Good morning. I'm Gwen Filosin with you for It's Too Early. I know I'm super late. It's live radio. I can't I can't pretend it's 815. It really isn't my fault. But I'm super excited um, uh, to uh, find my guest. Uh, she's a, a wonderful reporter. She's been here for a long time covering Key West. Uh, she works for WLRN. Nancy Klingener, good morning. Hey, Gwen. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for picking up the phone. I'm super excited to talk to you. You have had a couple of just amazing stories this week. Let's talk about, uh, let's start off with yesterday. Um, a, a lot of people were there. I was there. Uh, what, what happened yesterday on Galveston Lane? Um, on Galveston Lane yesterday, Ms. Alelia Butler got the uh, certificate of occupancy and the keys to a brand new, house um, that is the same place where her former home, a mobile home, uh, burned down uh, almost two years ago. And um, it, so many people turned out and it was such um, a fire, uh, fire department captain Jason Barroso led this effort, but so many people chipped in. I mean, the, 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 he told me that basically in the end they, they had to raise 50, 75,000 because everything was donated. Yeah, that's incredible, incredible. Um, yeah, it was amazing to see just the generosity of uh, a whole lot of, of local contractors and local businesses, um, both with materials and time and and everything else. Incredible. And what, what I loved about it, um, I mean, everything is to love, but everything was move-in ready down to the shower curtains, the, the towels, the appliances, um, furniture. A, a Christmas tree. There was a Christmas, <laughs> was a Christmas tree. tree. And her, yeah. uh, one of her sons, Derek, was able to, to be there, and um, Derek Jr. And just, um, it was really, really emotional. I mean, you've lived here for 30 years, and I mean, this is the type of generosity and helping hand but this is this is pretty big. I don't want to, you know, discount yeah, previous no, I mean, ones. I don't I don't know how many times. I mean, one of my very first stories was locals are getting priced out. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and back then it was like taxes. Uh, now it's everything. Um, insurance, just real estate prices, et cetera. And, uh, you know, to, to see someone be able to to stay here on the island in the same place, uh, in a beautiful, safe, brand new house. I mean, I was joking with Andy Strunk that uh, I sort of wish people had filmed it. It would have been like the greatest HGTV oh series ever. <laughs> you know, really, right? I don't. I, I have some video, but not the whole. Oh my gosh, that's a because it just was so beautiful, and the timing couldn't have been better. I mean, she told me Ms. Butler said this is my Christmas present, and she was so. Um, gracious and and and, uh, and grateful to to have it, and it's a it's it's a bigger place than what she had. It's it's a house. It's um yeah, and, and it's safe. It's elevated, you know, and that's pretty high ground there, um, Galveston Lane. So yeah, it's yeah, good. And it's um and I'll see her when I dog sit because I dog sit for a couple there, and it's, <laughs> right down her, the lane, right down the lane, and it's um. One of those great neighborhoods. It's it's tucked away. You might not see it if you're a, a tourist or new to the key, new to Key West. And again, it's a safe place. And uh, I mean, in Key West, it, it's all a small town, but that is a that is a tight neighborhood. Yeah, absolutely. Now, um, wanted to also um, ask you about Mo the Sloth. He um, 
he passed away recently, and you wrote a story, an interview with um, Farmer Jeannie Salander, who runs the Monroe County Sheriff's Office Animal Farm. Um, why? Uh, what did mow the sloth mean to the entire Keys? Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. I mean, I guess we all knew that we all love Mo. I mean, there's only a few things that can truly unite the keys, I think. <laughs> I can think of and two. there's like there's like Fred the tree. Fred the tree, <laughs> and, I was going to say. And Mo the sloth, right? Mm-hmm. Um and uh she really made sure that Mo was an ambassador for the farm. I mean, she she told me that um when she started you know, they were actually thinking about closing it. And uh, the sheriff then, Rick Roth, was a real animal lover and he didn't want to close it. Um, so one thing she did was she got an old horse trailer and started taking the animals on the road and going to festivals and rotary clubs and, and all kinds of things just so people would know that the farm was there and that you could, you know, see and sometimes touch these animals. Um, so Mo was by far, I think the most popular, um, and best ambassador for the farm. So Mo, yeah. and I didn't know, for, I learned from your story, Mo short for molasses. Yeah. I just learned that recently I, myself. I love that. He's in, cause he I is know. a little, um, there's some cartoon movie where the sloths work at the DMV. I don't know if you see it. <laughs> it's so funny. And it's, yeah. uh, I mean, it's, it, they're just anyway, every breath, but Mo, um, you know, I'm, I, I, you get, I got, I took him for granted. I, I saw him all over the place. Um, Farmer Jeannie would take him to events and people could pet him. And he was an outgoing. Yeah. I think he got out more than I did. <laughs> yeah. He, he was. And I, the animal farm, t- I was just telling someone the other day who was visiting. I was like, you know, it's right up there for me with the Butterfly Place, the Hemingway House. I mean, those are places I just, I personally think are awesome. I mean, there's a lot of places, but um, they were asking me and I said, you know, this, they have this animal farm. It's amazing, Nancy. They have, they have prairie dogs. I know. And lemurs and kinkajous and miniature horses like on Parks and Recreation. <laughs> the miniature <laughs> horses. I, I think I did, I did do a story a few years when they, they got a new one. And they and, and the llamas are they're like people. <laughs> they're too smart. And the emu and the ostrich, although I'm a little bit afraid of both of them. Me too. They the could ostrich do some real damage. Is, and the uh, <laughs> peacocks, which I know, I guess they're around other parts of. I've never seen one except for there. The peacocks. Really? Yeah, you I can see them on Big Pine. Really? <laughs> oh okay, yeah. I'm still learning. It's only I just moved here for ten years. Um, but uh, and all over Miami. All over Miami. Yeah, and and um, but I just I think it's a great resource i mean they ask for donations that there's it's not like there's an admission fee and what one thing you touched on that that, you know a lot of people marvel at when they do a story on the animal farm is inmates um help out they it's a privilege for them to work on the farm yeah yeah it it is a really cool thing and um uh, also goats don't leave out the goat and wilbur (laughs) wilbur the pig wilbur the pig i interviewed wilbur um Right after uh, Hurricane Irma, when the farm reopened, and that in and itself. by the way, Gene uh, rode out Irma yes. with the animals in the jail. Inside, <laughs> the inmates got evacuated, so they just moved all the animals they, upstairs. I mean, she did what so, had to be done, and that yeah. that itself is amazing. Of um, it is during amazing. Irma, she just said, "Okay, we're taking them in." Yep, and um, yeah, so um, yeah, and um. Uh, it was it was a year that the the holiday parade returned in Key West. 
after being canceled in 2020 for obvious reasons. And uh, there are large events um, coming back in Key West, or there already have been. Yeah, and town seems to be pretty packed. I was on uh, Duval Street, um, not yesterday, but the day before, and it was crowded. So It, it is, it is. And, and um, I always thought that there was a Christmas week where it was, did it used to be kind of a slow, slow week? Well, the week between Christmas and New Year's is always really crowded. Um, some local service people refer to it as Hell Week. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. I think, you know, people really want to travel and maybe they can't travel places they would normally travel. So they're coming here. Yeah. And, and um, one final note, and I'll let you go. Thank you for taking the time. Um, you'd written this, I think, in September uh, the airport made a, you know, smashed their previous record with passengers coming through. It was like a million, right? Yep, that's right. And I, I reached out yesterday. It's 1.4 million so far. We wow. still have, yeah, I was, um, that's what an airport port official. And I asked what the prior record was. Um, they said in 2019, 865,000. So we got a lot coming through. Oh, yeah. And then, well, I mean, as you know, they all come right over my house. So. They do. You're in the flight. <laughs> and, um, I, I think we can all say, you know, it used to be this, oh, there's so many planes, but now there really are. Yeah. Yeah, there really, really are. They are there. Um, I'm not flying anywhere for the holidays, so. Nope, me neither. <laughs> get there early, everyone. That's my yes, my guide for right. you. Is get there. I know someone who was supposed to fly out on uh, Sunday and got there like an hour early and missed their flight. Whoa! So, I, I yeah, I have memories, but I'm always late to the airport. I, two hours last time though, I got there two hours before. But I, I remember half an hour getting through. Could that be possible? Oh yeah, you used to be able to do that here. Easily. No, not that long ago. Back in the old days. The, when things were better. <laughs> it was a simpler time, Gwen. I actually started saying that recently. It's been 10. <laughs> I, things are, I, I think things are more crowded and um, pricey. But anyway, you, yes. uh, Nancy Klingener from WLRN. Check out her uh, um, stories up there on the web and the, the great uh, interviews you do. And thanks for all you do for the community covering, uh, covering the news. Thanks, Gwen. You too. All right. Have a great day, Nancy. Talk to you later. See ya. Bye-bye. And thank you all for tuning in this morning to It's Too Early. Yeah, we're doing good on time. Uh, we're going to play a song, and I'll come back and look at uh, headlines and the weather. It's like 64 degrees outside. That's what I Googled it. And um, I saw a woman walking her dog with a um, hat on. I, I didn't bring my beanie. And uh, socks, those are things that we don't always, um, I'm not, I'm wearing shorts, you know, that's the whole point of being here, and I don't live here for the housing market, <laughs> the weather, but it's a beautiful day, sunny and uh, crisp, and for us, it's crisp, and probably the warmest place around in the U.S., I don't know, um, I didn't Google that, but we're going to play a song, I'll be right back, this is The Pretenders, 2,000 Miles, uh, stick around. <laughs> 